0: Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana.
1: Hey, lovey. How art thou?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: Well, I just finished telling you I'm in a mood and I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> no, my I God. Don't.
0: We, we have this little bitch sesh at the start of the thing and then they like hit record. And then we to be cheery. <laughs> and I'm like, how are you? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My dogs are so cute. They're playing right in front of me and I'll cut this out. Kato had, went to the groomers yesterday. Fuck, he's fluffy. It makes me feel like a bad dog mum because when I get him back, I'm like, shit, is this what he's supposed to look like?
0: (laughs) It's unachievable.
1: Oh, totally. He's so freaking cute. They're getting to sexed in a couple of weeks. I can't wait. I'm hoping that that he chills out a little bit because he started like whenever – I'll cut all this out. When we're like running in the park, he started to like turn around and like bite me on the butt. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he bites my ass. Actually, he does it all the he time. Uh, he yeah, man. He jumps up and bites me on the tuchus. He's so that's, fucking rude. I know. Anywho, Beverly Hills. Little Michael Darby dog. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, you are you're so good for the soul, Nathan. Honestly, <laughs> seriously. All right, so we're going to start with Beverly Hills because it's a fun one. Oh, it's so good. Episode 14 Lips Unsealed. Now, when I read that title, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, Lisa Rinner. When have I, I ever that. said for fuck's sake and Lisa Rinner in a same sentence? This season, she's just not delivering for me.
0: I used to like her. I used to not oh, get all the right? hate because like, I appreciated the stirring.
1: Exactly. But,
0: but now I'm like, Ugh.
1: me too. Now I'm just I'm not into it. I'm not into it.
0: Just just on episode titles. I was just looking at bravotv.com, you yeah. know where I get my information. As um you have do. you seen the episode title for next week? No. It gave me chills. <gasps> it's what is it? The dinner party from hell part 2.
1: Oh my god. I cannot. I cannot wait.
0: If they're putting it at the same level as Alison Dubois, like it's going to be
1: good. Oh, my God. I didn't think of it like that. Oh, fuck that. He's giving me the chills.
0: Yeah, because I think that episode was the dinner party from hell, right? It was. And now this is part two.
1: You're so clever. (laughs) Oh, you are the best.
0: I'm really excited for that. Oh, my God. This was a good episode too, but I'm really excited for next week.
1: I now want Baccarat glassware. Like, Oh, really? You know, okay, so I – it was really funny. Later in the episode it will come up where they popped up a little uh, lower third as to how much something cost. Before that happened, yeah, like two stuff. seconds before, I'm pausing. I'm going on the sites. I'm finding <laughs> out how much those that glassware cost. If I sat on a street corner for the one month, I still couldn't afford any of that shit. Yeah. Seriously. Like if I sat on like, you know, the cheap-ass street corner, because let's face it <laughs> – yeah, well. Oh, sh- I just obsessed with Kathy Hilton. Every single episode, I'm like, what can Kathy do to make me love her more? Nothing, but then every single time.
0: And then she whips out a TV dinner tray table. Fuck and like, me
1: dead. Honestly, seriously, she. I wish she was my spirit animal, but I clearly cannot afford it.
0: She's so enjoyable to watch. She's
1: everything. Oh my God.
0: And like with the fight at dinner, I was like, is she doing her makeup? Like I I clocked it. Yes. And then it it came up that she didn't register any of the fight. That was so funny.
1: Because her lips were dry and she had to put on lip gloss. Bullshit. But I don't (laughs) care. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. All right. So let's get into it. Mm -hmm. I have gossip news. So Instagram site Bravo Snarkside, I don't know even you know where I got this <coughs> from, but you got to credit who are they credited. Um, Erica has apparently got a new boyfriend who is help, well, sugar daddy, excuse me, who is apparently paying her bills and rent. And apparently Lisa Rin has already met him and she's planning to try to switch the narrative at come reunion with her like, you know, new life, new man. The idea being that she's going to talk about him at reunion and like, Mm. you know, moving on and moving on to sort of leave all the bankruptcy stuff with Tom. Yeah. So if- All that tells
0: me is that she's finally going to heat up a pool because she can now afford it with (laughs) someone else paying the bills.
1: Well, she's got paid apparently thus far. God, how many times can I say apparently? I should just say allegedly. That's what I'm, I'm really meaning. That she's racked up 600Ks worth of legal fees. Cause yeah. Ro- Ronald Richards was on Up and Atom the other day, or was it even yesterday? And you could tell, like you know, when someone's like gets heated when they're talking about something. And even for a lawyer, I know that he's he's not sort of like a straight talker. He is like a normal human being, emotional, etc. But he's like. All she does is file motion after motion after motion. They get kicked out and then, you know, I don't know if that's Ronald's Richard way of trying to justify what his legal fees are because obviously being the trustee for Gerardy Keys, whatever money they recoup, Ronald Richards Law Firm's getting paid first, right? So I think, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people were like, you know, you're just going for them because you're you're going to get paid. He's like, well, he's not getting paid yet. So if he gets nothing out of them, he his his fee is nothing which is normal like why are we bagging him out for that but he was sort of saying like they're having to spend time and money on a lot of motions that are just or sort of reply responding to her her legal motions that are just ridiculous he's like where's she getting all the money from so i don't know he's not the one that said we think she's got a partner that's he would never do that that's he doesn't care if it's a boyfriend or whatever but yeah so this bravo snark side said it so apparently she's going to be whipping out a new sugar daddy come reunion. Great. And we might get a um, – it might be leaked just before the reunion so that Andy asks her about it. So we'll see what Oh, happens. that'll be good. Yeah, we'll see what be happens. Good. But, I mean, you know, said trustee also on Up and Adam said that Jurati Keys, as per, like, court documents, their total liabilities now are $101 million.
0: Man. I know. That's a lot of baccaras. That <laughs> is a serving. lot of
1: baccarat, that's right. And they also said that like the firm's books and records were a fucking shit show. That they weren't maintaining their office accounts ledgers properly, which whether they were or they weren't, they weren't gonna give you the ones that made it um easy to follow. So but Jesus Christ. Fuck me dead, that's a lot of dollars. So yeah, mm. that's all I got so far. We'll see what happens oh, next that's good, month. That's good. Is it next month, October? Yeah, October, I think there's more court they go to court again, so we'll see what happens.
0: Time is a construct. I don't even know what day it is. I know,
1: right? So, okay, the top of the episode, Lisa Rinna is back mm. in that fecking garage with those dresses again. Now look.
0: My question is, oh, if yes, she has sir. all of these clothes, yeah. why is she wearing the same tie-dye hoodie every episode?
1: I don't know. I I was going to say, does she even fit into this stuff anymore? But she's as thin as a rake, so of course she does. Mm. The only good thing about this whole scene was that we saw um, Delilah's boyfriend, AR. Oh. So he he was oh, on right. UK Love Island. That's how I mm-hmm. know him. But what I didn't understand, he is Delilah's boyfriend and Amelia is, is renting his dream car for him while he's in L.A. Why is Amelia pay- – like, it, they made it sound like, oh, Amelia got it for me. It's like, well, it's a rental. I doubt Amelia's yeah. paying for it. But at first I was like, why is she paying for her sister's boyfriend's car? But she's probably just uh. organised it, right? I mean, who, ca- who fucking cares? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, sh- they're going on about the nonna's wedding dress and Delilah's like, don't I'll cares. have it. And I'm just like, my first – because she was saying how Harry Hamlin approves of this guy. And I'm like, well, his family are Jewish. Are they going to approve of them marrying you?
0: Well, I mean, he's already been on Love Island. Like, the bar's low.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think of it like that. He's gorgeous, though.
0: He is so hot. I know. I, fe- I didn't really notice what Rina was doing in these scenes because I didn't care. I was just focusing on him.
1: I know. I felt really guilty, going, like, sort of foaming at the mouth over him because he's so young and I'm such an old lady. But, you know, it's, oh, through, it's through the TV. He's legal. It's fine, right? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Okay, so we move on and Crystal, we're at Crystal's house, Dorito rocks up. Mm. We find out that Crystal's throwing the party for Lisa Rinna beauty launch, blah, blah. But Crystal makes a comment. She was basically saying pre-COVID she was hosting like two to three parties a week.
0: That floored me.
1: I'm like, you've got how many kids she got? Two kids, three kids? Yeah. She's got kids. Who has fucking time to host two to three parties a week? Like, does she and mean like, I don't parties think she's like... getting... Sorry, what was that?
0: Oh, I was just going to say, I don't even know if she's getting anything out of it.
1: No, I'm like, two to three parties a week? Are you doing a fucking Candice and just sticking a water gouda on a plate? I doubt it. No,
0: she's not. No, 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 no.
1: So, I'm just two to three parties a week? No wonder you don't have a fucking job. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't get it either.
0: But, you know, she's got that Lion King money.
1: She has the Lion King money, that's right. And, and that's the thing. When someone who's got that much money says they're throwing a party, they like paying someone to organise it all. But I don't want to take it's away It's like playing from with like... Barbie. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like fun. I loved Barbie as a kid. I could have yeah, played with Barbie. Yeah, like if I already.
0: had an unlimited budget and I yeah. could just be like, hee, 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 come over, <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually
1: do anything, fun. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of this scene is so that Dorito can tell, um, well, I was going to say Crystal, but really, so Dorito can tell us she's pissed at Garcelle. She thinks Garcelle keeps taking jabs at her and she wants to confront her. Mm -hmm. The next scene, Erica is playing Cinderella and is vacuuming with her face fully made up and her hair did. I'm sorry. Unless I do not
0: feel sorry for this bitch.
1: I know me either, and it wasn't even like she wasn't even full on vacuuming. She was like dust busting her couch, and then her floors
0: looked really dirty though. Did
1: they? I didn't notice. I swear, I
0: caught a glimpse of floor, and I was like, "That's filthy." Oh, I (laughs) need to go (laughs) back and
1: see it. I want to judge that.
0: It might have been like the flashback filter. You know how they do that (laughs) filter over the flashback. Oh,
1: you're hilarious. I didn't think. But it it looked dirty. Lisa, Rena, and Carl visit Erica which I found this weird, it's Kyle's birthday, so they're going to Erica's house. Is that because there's kids at Kyle's house? I don't know, but that's what happened. Did you clock that Lisa, when she walks in, because Kyle comes last, because it's her birthday, she said, oh, this present is from me and from you to to Erica. I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was for the cameras. Come on, poor Erica's got no money. She can't buy Kyle a birthday present. Whatever, we'll see.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, But... Funnily enough, because I was on the Baccarat site after the Kathy Hilton, I did notice that those champagne glasses that Erica had were Baccarat.
0: Uh-huh. I, you know, I'd, I've never heard of this brand. Until really? This
1: episode. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. You need some more hags in your life, some older hags in your life to show you all this <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, it's very ornate. It wouldn't go in every household, but they do – I mean – It's really expensive. When we get to the scene with Kathy, I'll go through some of the prices because I I can't exactly remember which ones I I clocked prices for. Sure. Now, what did you think of the faux fur coat that Rinna slash Erica, well, really Rinna bought for Kyle?
0: I hated everything about it. It was fucking ugly. It was an
1: ugmo, shitty, very cool toned brown coat. And then she says in the confessional that it didn't come from her garage. She paid for it. And I'm like, if that. Sure, Jan. Yeah, that coat was fucking ugly. Sorry. It was disgusting, which probably means that um, Kyle liked it because let's face it, she does not have the best sense of fashion.
0: You know, I've always hated Kyle, but this episode, I caught myself not being annoyed by her. No, no at and all. And actually sort of. I, don't, I I hesitate to say liked.
1: I liked Carl but I this episode.
0: Of kind of liked her, yeah.
1: Kathy brings out the best in her. What can I say? Is that what it is? Yeah. Cause
0: I'm like, what is going on with Jean me? Because I hated her with such a passion.
1: Happy. Her sisters. She is happy that she's friends with Kathy again. She's in a fucking great mood. And also post COVID, she's just happy to be out.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's what it is.
1: She's staying out of people's drama. I've noticed. Like, she's, mm-hmm. she's not doing a Dorrit. She's not sticking her nose where it doesn't belong. So. I, and I
0: hate, on the flip side, I hate Dorrit more than I've ever hated her.
1: Me too. And how much last year were we all about if it wasn't for Jerry, this show would suck? Now.
0: It, it's just crazy.
1: Because the thing is, like, Kyle, I find that when I have, like, apart from her scenes with Kathy, I don't really have any mem- anything memorable to share about Kyle, which normally would make you say, get her off my screen, right? It's the same as Doreen You're before not- this episode. It's like, where the, who, who the hell is she? Who the hell cares? But the little tidbits of Kyle I'm getting that I'm remembering is, like, her trying to get ice out of the fridge, ice dispenser, and it falling on the floor, and me just laughing my ass off.
0: Yeah, I was just, like, enjoying her reaction shots throughout this episode. Oh,
1: yes. You are so right. Yeah, her facial expressions are great. Maybe she's chilled she's out on the Botox. She doesn't need to
0: always be speaking to, to steal a scene.
1: Her facials are good, aren't they? Uh-huh. Very much so. And, and her face actually moves, which is a full plus, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they're having champagne for Kyle's birthday and then she says that the champagne glasses were a parting gift to herself, i.e. she stole them from the house. So she may have to give those back, but, you know, if that... She's
0: got to stop staying all of this stuff. I know. She's got to she, stop.
1: Then pretty much led, well, definitely led by Rinna, they tell um, Erica. Basically, everything that wasn't said at the Christmas dinner at Kyle's house that they did discuss at the Sutton meeting. And Erica's mm-hmm. pissed.
0: I'm sorry, can we not call it the Sutton meeting? It was a direct house. Dorit said just as much as Sutton did.
1: That's true. The Dorito meeting, we'll call it. Um,
0: Yeah, the Dorito meeting.
1: Now, what I don't understand about this scene, because they basically say what Sutton didn't say, and even in my notes I wrote they didn't say what Dorit didn't say, Um, Mm -hmm. but they they got it wrong. They basically tell Erica that Sutton's issue was what will the neighbours think. That was the impression they gave her, which was wrong. It wasn't cool. Yeah, And then Kyle asked, did you want to leave for a long time because of his cheating? And Erica, okay, I don't know when this was, but she says she left Yolanda's house one day and for, for whatever reason, Yolanda said boys will always protect boys. So God knows what they were talking about. Yeah, and, and was this when Yolanda was
0: a cast member? I
1: don't think think so but I know that they were friends because I know that Erica came on as a friend of Yolanda but that was because Tom is friends with Yolanda's ex so and she says he's asleep and his phone is right there and then she sees it all I'm like I want to know what this conversation with Yolanda was it was about was it about that she left Yolanda's house and Yolanda had said what was her husband's name?
0: David Foster da- that's Wallace.
1: That's <laughs> it. David Foster Like, was she saying, like, is Erica sort of spilling beans and saying that Yolanda and David split up because David cheated on her and she found out at the, like, she was the last one to find out? Is this, well, like, I want to know. Do
0: we know that already? It feels, like, in my head that already feels like a truth.
1: I didn't know why they broke up. I really didn't care. So... Yeah,
0: that too. I But I, I always know he's been a bit slimy and now he's dating oh, yeah. that chick from Smash. Oh, they're married. Oh, well, now they're married. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, anyway, basically Erica says that she didn't leave because she had no money and nowhere to go. So at that point she started making plans to become financially independent. And so that makes me think that Yolanda and David were still together because this whole making plans to become financially mm-hmm. independent, that would have had to have been before she got on the show, right? <sighs> I don't know. There's a lot that
0: doesn't add up. We need to (laughs)
1: unpack. Someone needs to unpack this for me with actual facts because now I'm just guessing and it's pissing me off because Erica's stories do not add up because she doesn't tell the full story and she never has.
0: And it's just like she opens the phone and oh, there's the proof straight away. I'm like, well, no. Like, did you go into messages? What
1: Exactly. Well, I'm assuming it was. I doubt the guy knows how to use apps. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So... From there, pretty much, we just go straight to Rina's beauty party launch, pretty much. Um, yeah, I just hated
0: the scene of Dorit getting ready, oh. talking about how she's doing justice to the Jean-Paul Gaultier. I was like, fuck
1: off. I know. Part of me is like, Dorit, you got to stop it with the fucking Gaultier, Versace, blah, blah, blah outfits. But she's obviously uses a stylist, and via the stylist, she's either borrowing them or renting them. My guess is with all of the designers she's doing, she's probably renting them. So it's yeah, not and like I think hurts.
0: she, I think she wants to fill the space that Erica's is leaving. Oh, I that Erica can't afford it.
1: I don't even know if it's she wants to fill the space. I think she's sitting there going, "Huh, now I get to fill the space." Mm. She loves to be told she's beautiful and young and thin and gorge and like she gets her she gets off on that. Like that's her love language: words of affirmation.
0: Oh, she loves words.
1: She fucking no. loves words. <laughs> Look, I mean, I do. I can I really say anything? Like this whole scene about the direct you talk too much, I'm a person that talks too much. So I don't know if I have the right to be as annoyed as say someone like you. You're laughing because it's true, peeps. I never fucking shut up. Mm-hmm. It's true. You don't know? Feel like I am. I am a 42-year-old woman. You are more than welcome to tell me I talk too much. You will not be the first. You will not be the last. Can I keep going? Can I keep going? Can I keep going?
0: Yeah. You've you've covered that. Yep.
1: Fuck, you take over then. No. No. (laughs) Anyway, so Rina's Beauty launch party, it's just them and the party planner. Was that the party planner or was that? No,
0: that was the business partner.
1: Oh. I thought she was the party The one winner. that
0: did all the leg work for Rinna Beauty. Oh, okay. I believe.
1: And what happens in this one? Oh, they order drinks because there's like a, a drink list with special oh cocktails. Yeah. Go on, say it. You say
0: it. Erica, her yep. order, Yeah. she orders the no apologies. And I was like, do you have no idea how this is coming across?
1: It was gross. That was just it was so gross. gross. I love the Suddy Buddy Butthole. I did not know a vodka in oh, champagne is called a slutty buddy butthole.
0: I love a slutty buddy butthole. It's actually a, and sl- a slutty buddy oh, butthole.
1: Okay. Can we call it a slutty buddy butthole instead? <laughs> we can.
0: I mean, it's, I think Sutton named it after herself, but oh, su- it sounds uh, like slutty buddy butthole.
1: Oh, we're calling it slutty buddy butthole. Just don't order it at the club. <laughs> they won't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Gotta oh. love Sutton.
0: Icon icon behaviour.
1: Totally. I wouldn't say that I'm loving her as much as I love the Jessica Fletcher, but it's pretty fucking close. (laughs) Seriously. Now, they sit down to lunch, and I noticed I was trying to get a squeeze as to how much or how little food Dorito had on her plate, but they didn't show us. But I did get a shot of Sutton's plate. It only had a pile of salad on it.
0: Ah,
1: She's teeny tiny, but Sutton doesn't necessarily show off. Hair, like, she doesn't really show off her limbs. She's so skinny mini. I was watching something and she was in a pair of hot pants. Fuck, oh, wow. Yeah. I can't even
0: picture that. Like,
1: not hot pants. Excuse me. Like, sh- like denim cutoffs. I call those hot pants because I'm an old lady. She had, like, sh- denim cutoffs on and I'm like, jeez, your legs are skinny. She's yeah. teeny tiny. Anyway... So, Dorito calls Crystal Garcelle when she thanks her for the lunch. And she says it's because she's got Garcelle on her mind and that she had to talk to Garcelle. And she says. I don't know if we're
0: buying that. No.
1: She says to Garcelle, she's bothered by Garcelle jabbing at her all the time. Now, if you're really that fucking bothered, like if you're hurt, why are you doing it at the table in front of everyone?
0: (laughs) I know. And like she's accusing. Yeah, and and that's exactly what she's like accusing Garcelle of doing. And it's like, can you not see that you're doing the exact same thing, Dorit? And Dorit just has no self-awareness because she's like, oh, what Garcelle is doing to Erica is exactly what she's been doing to me. And I was like, no, it's it's not the same thing at all. Erica's in a completely different league than you are, Dorit. You've gotten told that you're a long-winded gas bag. That's not the same thing. A
1: hundred percent. And then... Dorit has the gall to say to Garcelle, and she's, I think she's only got said gall because she's not doing it one-on-one. She says mm-hmm. that Garcelle's tone is rude and obnoxious.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I loved when Garcelle was like, and Dorit said something, she pointed out one of the examples, and Garcelle was like, I'm not wrong about that, but go ahead.
1: Oh, my God, I wrote that too. It was so good. Literally, that's the next thing. So one of the examples she gives was the other week at Kyle's Christmas party when Garcelle said to Dorit, that's not what you said the other night, that's not what you said last night. And Garcelle was like, yeah, she said, "I'm, I'm not wrong about that, but go ahead. Literally, chills. So I was so ready and, for it because Garcelle was ready for it. It was so good.
0: It was so good. And, like, Dorit, de- de- like, when you're saying dumb shit, like Ugh. your mum's best friend is black, like, you're going to get a few comments. No shit. Like, and, and, and Garcelle was well within her right to, like, go harder at her, and she didn't. So it, yeah. I would be happy with the jab if I was Dorit. De- I'd be like, all right, I'll take that. Yeah, I know what but, you're saying.
1: It's sort of like I'll take the least you're giving. Yes. And then – She
0: wants to play the victim.
1: Oh, yeah, and then Dorito calls her a bully.
0: Oh, like, oh my God, and I loved all their reactions. Oh, yeah,
1: that. oh, yeah, it was good. And in Confessional, Garcelle sort of gives us the um, Webster definition, like the sorry, the Miriam Webster definition, and she's like, a bully picks a fight. I'm reacting to what was either said or done basically. And then Mm -hmm. Garcelle says, I don't have a problem because Dorit's like, you have a problem with me. And Garcelle's like, I don't have a problem with you. But when we're all together and someone is talking, you hijack the moment and go on and on and not give anybody a, a chance to have their say. What I don't get through this whole thing, Dorit's pretending that her problem is that Garcelle doesn't tell her in the moment that she's let it fester and then she passively, aggressively takes jabs at her. That's kind of what Dorit's saying, right? But at no point is Dorit saying, I understand why you're, you're annoyed. You know what I mean? She's not apologizing or taking ownership for why she's annoying the shit out of Garcelle
0: she took dickhead pills, and it's like she she knows <laughs>
1: dickhead pills. Oh my god! She
0: knows that this has been an issue for a long time, and other people have brought it up, and it's just a problem now that Garcelle's doing it as well. Like, why can't Garcelle call you out?
1: I think because if the other ladies took those jabs, Dorit would have the balls to call them out in the moment. But because Mm. Dorit and Garcelle aren't necessarily close and she doesn't know how to take her, she's probably more thrown off guard and you're not as comfortable to like clap back and go, what the fuck? Because you don't know them and you're not close. You just sort of let it go.
0: Yeah, I I think you're right. And she just,
1: (laughs) her timing
0: was so off as well. I love how Kathy
1: says, sorry, to Dorit, read the talking. It's not like you haven't heard it before. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my God. And it's like you were proving the point. A hundred percent, and even Kyle in Confessional says when you ask Dorit what time it is, she tells you how to build a clock. That was oh, funny. funny. Kyle was funny in, the, in this bit. Basically, like, Kyle had to explain to Garcelle that Dorit sees her jabs as being passive-aggressive, and then we get flashes of the ladies telling Dorit she's a marathon talker. I loved that. I don't know why Lisa Rinner is not turning around and going, Dorit, she's telling you what her problem is. We've all told you that it's a problem. Why aren't you addressing that? See, that's the thing. Like, Rina didn't even say anything till the end.
0: Yeah. I don't I think- know. I don't know about um, Rena this season. I know.
1: And then at first we get that little confessional of Erica when she's um saying that when Dorit's talking, she's thinking of shit like, you know.
0: I love that. She,
1: yeah, I know. How good was that? She's like, I check in on myself. Like, is the dog, did I, like, is the dog okay? Yeah, I'll lock the door. What have I got on tomorrow? And then like, yeah, 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 I agree with you. Obviously didn't do that justice, but it was hilarious. That it was, was really, really good. Yeah, it was really good. And that's when Dorit's like, it's not just me, you do it to everybody. Which is hilarious considering Dorit does exactly what Garcelle's saying to everybody Mm -hmm. And she says last year you had a problem with Kyle And I'm like well didn't you just have a problem with Kyle about this whole topic But that's fine And then she says what you did in Palm Springs Which was fucking bullshit And I'm so glad (laughs) Garcelle turned around and went fuck you with that Fuck you for bringing it up Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you
0: I loved Garcelle's reaction to that, oh. and she was completely right. Like, yeah. Dorit, you weren't there. And like, it's got d- nothing to do with you. And, and to to press press It's completely different to what you're experiencing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I just think it was so such a low blow to press that button when she knew very well what happened, and we even get a flashy Thanks production of them in Palm Springs when Garcelle has to explain to Dorit, That she didn't hear it, and Crystal was on the couch backing her up. I'm sorry, that was was, so fucked up. up. I can't believe, like, when Garcelle went to to leave, which I would have too. I can't believe she came back and fucking Dorit with her. Oh, are you going to leave, or are you going to come back here and talk about it? It's like, where are you getting the balls to be a total cow? I don't get it.
0: Yeah, I don't know why she decided this was the time to bring it up.
1: She's got no fucking storyline, and she thought a fight would be good for cameras.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe she realised episode fourteen. I better start yeah, getting into it. Yeah,
1: that's right. So I have a reason to speak at reunion. She just looks like a bitch. I'm sorry, Dorit looked like a full fucking bitch in this, and I am so shocked that no one came to Garcelle's defence and said, "Do you want to calm down, love?" Well,
0: yeah, it's they never do.
1: Yeah, and I- like.
0: Was it? Did Garcelle say she felt like an outsider last she week? She No, it was, it was
1: this episode. It was this episode, episode said, well, when she no says, "Sometimes on. I feel like an outsider." Yeah, I don't know yeah, where it was. Yeah, I think but, that's where we get the belabouring stuff, which is after the Erica and the Sutton stuff. So she said, "In a way, I feel like an an outsider." And Dorit's like, "Well, then tell your truth um, when you feel it in the moment." It's like, "Well, what's that got to do with anything?" She feels she feels like an outsider, it's because of the Fox Force Five or the Fox Force Four that we've got going, and she can't get an in.
0: So I'm just like trying to picture what Dore expects Garcelle to do. Like when, when Garcelle's saying that's not what you said last night, that's her speaking up in the moment. Yes, that so is so like, true. What what in the perfect world, like how is she meant to resolve that in the moment? She's she's doing it.
1: I don't know. I just think she's basically pissed off because Garcelle's not letting shit slide with her. Because they're not that close. And that's why when she says, do you consider us friends? It's like, um, just because you're friends and, you know, they're not fucking friends. Let's just get that out there. You've got your fucking Mm -hmm. friends on the show who are going to back you up, who aren't going to want you to talk about the fact that your ex-business partner keeps trying to sue you, you know, that aren't going to bring up the fact that you keep having to like move house all the time. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you've got enough people not actually making you talk about what's happening in your life. Fuck off.
0: Exactly.
1: I've always really enjoyed it when they, when they are actually good friends. Love it. But when they're that good friends to the point that they're kind of bandying together and not bringing up each other's legal shit
0: or mm-hmm.
1: – like they're not talking about each other so they don't have to talk about themselves. It's not like on Potomac where everyone's bringing up everyone's rumours. None of oh, those women – none of these women are bringing up rumours about each other except for fucking Sutton and Garcelle and they're getting clocked for it. It's pissing yeah. me off. It's pissing me off.
0: Yeah, it's annoying.
1: Anyway, and then the fucking fight happens. So when Garcelle comes back to the table, Crystal again has to explain to Dorit, which it's bullshit. She doesn't have to, but that Garcelle wasn't there. And then Sutton says sort of agreeing along with Crystal and says the words about not mentioning it to the group. That That's what Erica mm-hmm. had said. And Erica was waiting for a moment. She was waiting for her in to get the shits at Sutton. And she said, I didn't say to not talk about it to the group. And then to Sutton, Erica says, you be quiet, all right. Miss Smalltown, I'm so worried about my motherfucking reputation. You shut up. Go ahead, Crystal. (laughs) Did you notice that there was a slight southern accent coming out of Erica when she said that? Yeah,
0: and it just it just came out of nowhere, and it yeah. just came on so strong, and yeah. I was like, "You're a psycho."
1: Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's her Atlanta coming out. <laughs> I I actually enjoyed. I didn't enjoy who she said it to, but I just enjoyed the display of Erica in that moment.
0: I, I kinda wish it went on a bit longer. It yeah. got resolved too quickly for me. Oh well it didn't resolve. It got a pin put in it too quickly.
1: It did. It, and But I'm just like
0: Erica, like everyone else pretty much admitted to getting legal advice as well.
1: I know. Like I know Narite
0: got advice from B- Boy George. <laughs> Carl got advice <laughs> from Faye Resnick. Like yeah. you
1: know It's not just
0: Sutton. It's
1: not just Sutton, but the way it was, I think it was explained to Erica was that they all asked friends and Sutton asked her lawyer. But Sutton, from what I understand, Sutton did ask her lawyer but not it's not like she called her lawyer and got legal advice. Apparently this lawyer is her friend and they and she was just chatting like, you know, off the record, so to speak, or whatever it is, off the yeah. clock. I agree with you. I don't think it's any different to what anyone else did. I just don't think that it was presented that way mm. because I think Sutton had the balls to admit, yeah, I got legal advice, whereas they're all, oh, yeah, I asked a friend. It's like, well, what's the fucking difference? You still sought <laughs> legal advice. Yes. Sutton sort of does this little incredulous laugh and Erica's like, you can laugh all you want, girl. We'll go all day – with you, go and get another motherfucking legal opinion. Erica claps back good. Sorry. Claps back hard, that's like, for sure. This was a very enjoyable scene as a viewer. It was great. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought it was good when Erica's like, my problems are my problems and you know what you do. Don't turn them around on me because they don't affect you. And then what what did she say? That small town shit is so whack. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> funny. I'm like, did she really I just, just say whack? Think it
0: was a nice little appetizer for next week with the or yes. what? Oh, nothing.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: I can't wait for that. This they are, I up.
1: and I did notice in that next time bit where we see Erica doing that, she definitely paid for Glam for that day. Her hair and makeup was on point. It was very simple, but it was beautiful. So mm. I'm looking forward to that. And um, Dorit at this point starts up at Garcelle again and says, and she Ugh. tries to do that whole like you're a very smart. Well, she says girl, which is so condescending. She, you know, tries to do that whole, like, you're a smart woman. You should have known it was meant to be private. And Garcelle wags her finger at Dorit and says, you're not pinning that on me and Mm -hmm. I'm not letting you do it. And the perfect thing that she said was don't jump on something that you weren't there for. Which is the whole point to negate what Dorit's issue with Garcelle is because the only time Garcelle has clapped – at Dorit is when she's A, bullshitting, or B, sticking her nose into something where she wasn't fucking there for.
0: <laughs> or bringing the conversation to a halt.
1: Yes. To
0: have a spiel.
1: Just to talk about nothing. I think at that point Dorit's like, okay, I've had enough of this. I know I'm not going to win it because she's like, we can end it there. I don't want to be accused of belabouring a point. And, so, and Garcelle's like, really? So good. <laughs> this is how you know they're not friends because – when someone tries to, like, end a fight by admitting what you're accusing them of doing, like Dor- Dorit did, and Garcelle turns around and says, really, in the most sarcastic drawl possible. I'm like, you guys aren't That's friends, great. but this is great no. to And then Derek goes on and on about the jabs again and not wanting to be accused months later of belabouring the point, and Garcelle's like, case in point. Exactly. Oh, my God. Is she kidding? What did Giselle say about Peter in confession? I think something in Confessional said, like, do we need to call Peter because she's beating this dead beating horse? Beating
0: a dead horse. Oh,
1: funny. my God, that was so funny. Okay, so Dorit's saying you're giving jabs at me, and what she's asking is for her to, if she has an issue, to bring it up in the moment. This is basically the issue, because who would be happy for that? Uh, fuck
0: knows. Like, fuck knows.
1: I know. I think this fight was... Dorit wanted a storyline, and Garcelle got pissed off because Dorit pressed buttons.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Fine.
1: then we're at Kathy's house. Oh my god! Yeah, yay! Now I would like to put my hand up if there's any leftover gifts under Kathy Hilton's tree. I'm happy to move it for them. Like, did you <laughs> see? This is post Christmas. This is after New Year. She's got gifts under her tree still.
0: Well, did she say something that Paris wasn't there? Oh, yeah, or the she's wait- waiting Paris, for Paris.
1: Right. So there was Barbara, Dr. Barbara, um, is it Barbara Strum, I think? Very expensive skincare. Hermes with the cute fucking Muffy the Poochie on the Hermes box.
0: That was cute.
1: Did she plan that? And then. Um,
0: I don't know. Was that Susan? Sue? No, Muffy. Muffy.
1: Muffy. Where's the dog Sue? I don't know. they got many dogs. <laughs> okay. And then there was a plethora of baccarat boxes and I was like, I wonder if they're for Paris' cooking show. I wonder if she's like, I got myself some baccarat, so I'm going to get all the girls baccarat. I don't know. But I was like, oh, maybe for the cooking show. Um, Okay, so the table is set for this dinner party that Kathy's holding for the ladies. Now, do you recall there was a long table and there were a bunch of red glasses in front of it? Mm Mm-hmm. I looked it up. Now I'm going to do American dollars first. A pair of those were $488. So in Australian dollars, that's 672. For two of them. And there were seven I counted, but I'm thinking, are there seven ladies? I don't even know. I think there were eight. Then there were the ones that were just regular crystal with like a red crystal thingy in the middle. That mm-hmm. was five hundred and eighty-eight American dollars for one. There were eight yeah. of them on the table.
0: That's wealth.
1: I didn't can't bother looking up the other ones, and but because I neck, I noticed two seconds later that those butterfly party favors were one hundred and forty bucks a pop.
0: <laughs> and then
1: there were those headbands. I don't know where they were from. Fucking party favors, one hundred and forty bucks. Party favor. Seriously. Compared to
0: Ramona's little stickum crystals and shitty pajamas in, Ooh, in the Hamptons, she passed
1: jammies. Oh my god! And then we meet, <sighs> and then we see Paula, her housekeeper, bringing them treats on TV trays. So that cute. that was so cute. That little what room they, was really cozy and eating? cute. Well, I think it was the salad that she was asking Paula to make beforehand.
0: I swear, it looked like bowls of ice cream in like lettuce, and uh, I was like, "What?"
1: Yeah, I think it was a salad.
0: Okay. So okay. cute,
1: right? So so cute. Yeah,
0: that there was a lot going on in that little room.
1: There was. I'm like, was that her office or is that like what the English refer to as a snug?
0: Yeah, I think it was a bit of a snug. Like she would sit there. Like I saw there were like scissors in the lamp, like a lot of and like pens. Yeah, oh, could have been like her a office. Lot of like a maybe sit I, and do some sewing. I think it was just Cat's you know. room.
1: Everyone's got to have Kathy's their own room. room. It was Kathy's room. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and her and her dead mum in the lamp, of course. Oh, of course. Also, uh, Loving that. Um, yeah. You
1: know. Loving that. And then, yeah, we get them talking about the Rina Beauty Party and Kyle was like, yeah, I looked over to, to you and I knew you weren't paying attention. And then they give so us that funny. flashy of Kathy putting on her lip, her lip gloss and she's like, my lips were dry. So oh, cute.
0: Did you see how they also had a flashback to the – to this lipstick reader.
1: She was like a fortune teller slash lip reader.
0: But she admitted to Googling them.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't Which get was that. like,
0: uh, you're meant to downplay that, babe. You're not know. meant to admit that you Googled mean, them before you read their lips. I
1: know. <laughs> Look, the scene obviously sucked that bad that they only gave it to us in a flashy.
0: So, <laughs> I was so confused uh, as to why she would admit to
1: that. And I cannot <laughs> believe that this lip reader turns around to, kyle and says that your mum says do not betray me (laughs) i mean this is why they gave us this flashy because next kathy and kyle are going to talk about the fact that they had a falling out over kyle's show american woman which i loved
0: do you see where kathy's coming from now or are you still a bit
1: like i see where she's coming from because she, uh, she even kind of sums it up later. She said, if it's in the show, then people think that that's your family and that's not acceptable. That's her entire point because obviously Kyle kept saying it was inspired by our childhood and our mother's story, but it wasn't our childhood and our mother's story. And I think Cathy's point is that as far as the public are concerned, once they see it, there'll be no difference. And she doesn't want people t- – but also she doesn't want people talking about her family. So I'm wondering if she's thinking as this goes – as the show goes on, are we going to get introduced to Rick? Are we going to get introduced to Paris now, and, and Nikki thing and Garen?
0: the like on that, like I've seen your daughter's sex tape. Like I've seen your daughter get penetrated and so it's like – I know. I don't think Alicia Silverstone on a pool float like is that bad? When I when I think of that, you
1: know? I just I think she's like, don't want people talking about my family. I don't want it out there. I don't want people talking about my family, and therefore, then I don't want them further prying into my family. Because even later on in the scene, when Kyle mentions that their mum was a really bad cook, did you see Kathy's face? She wasn't fucking yeah, she, happy. She wasn't happy with that. And she even says mm-hmm. something like that's what mum doesn't like or whatever or, or something like that. She doesn't like it. She does not want anyone to talk about her family in a way that can be perceived as being negative even if it's a joke or even if and it's – And she's even got, even got her two
0: sisters on this show screaming in a limo about stealing each other's houses. Like, I, I You're going to have to let that go, I Tassie. wouldn't be
1: surprised if she didn't like that they were on the show either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, now she's now she's let loose a bit. I mean, and we're, look, we're all thankful for it.
1: Yeah, exactly. They addressed the agency issue, which was when they first stopped talking because Mauricio used to work for Rick in doing right. real doing real estate, and then he went off on his own and opened up his own real estate agency, and they were like, well, "That's competition," and they stopped talking. But that was when they weren't talking for about ten years. That mm. was that was over the agency, and then they. And I can imagine.
0: American woman in that context would be contentious.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, I'm glad we got the scene.
1: Yeah, I know. Me too. It wasn't as
0: amazing as I thought it would be, but I'm glad we got it and I was happy with it.
1: I was happy with it, but I was also happy, like I said, when when Kyle brought up the thing about her mum not being a great cook, Kathy's face, she was just Mm. like – she was. I think she was really pissed, but she was holding it in. And I'm like, you know what, that's her mum too. She's Kyle is allowed to talk about her experience with her mum as much as she wants to. If you yeah. don't want if you don't want to, that's fine. But you can't be angry at her for wanting to talk about her experience. I don't think that's okay. It,
0: exactly. Like you can yeah. have
1: your own feelings about it, but I don't think that you should they're your feelings. That's her that's Kathy's problem. So mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and then Kathy cried. Oh, I know. I know. Because cuz the I didn't realize they weren't talking for 10 years. That's a shit it,
0: it's a shit ton of time.
1: Yeah, I can't believe they're talking now after all that time.
0: I mean, they were Kyle's worst 10 years, like to fair, yeah. I could 10 years without seeing Kyle on my TV. Yeah, Even that's though I've come true. around to honor a bit this episode, I'm that's like nah, true. no great luck.
1: And the lights and the light flickers in the lamp that is apparently a new lamp with a new bulb. And I love how Kathy is like, "Hi, mommy."
0: <laughs> I love a visitation on these shows. I know. And when a ghost is an inanimate object like a balloon.
1: Oh, like- yeah, exactly. But when it's a lamp, so good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next time, Dorit's being gross, posing for PK, who looks like a leering. You know what? Mm. Sutton and Kyle talk about the possibility of Erica's divorce being a sham. Thank God. I'm into that. Erica says, I think about Sutton, something like, you should be lucky that people know who the fuck you are. I'm like, fuck off, Erica. And then Uh we get the dinner party fight, and I am (sighs) so excited.
0: It's going to be really good.
1: I cannot wait. I'm definitely going to have snacks and booze at the ready. Maybe I just Mm -hmm. wanna watch it and then go back and rewatch it and write notes.
0: I think that would be a great idea.
1: I think at least for that scene, unless the dinner party is the entire episode, in which case It'll be a big chunk of it. Oh, I cannot wait. Definitely gonna have to have treats at the ready while I while I watch that. It's gonna be explosive. I can't thank God for Beverly Hills. Thank God Erica's life's in the toilet this season. That's all I'm saying. (sighs)
0: God, because do you, you want to cover Rainy now?
1: The episode is called Be Mine Galantine. First of all, how do you mm-hmm. feel about Galantine's Day?
0: I like it because it's from Parks and Recreation.
1: Oh, okay. Actually. I haven't seen that show. So that
0: was fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, is it funny? Now, just before yeah, we good. get into this, there's rumours going around that only Ramona and Ebony are being asked back. And that they're getting, oh. and that Luann's going to be bumped down to a friend of, so that she can have more time to do her cabaret show, which would make sense if I'm if, okay with that. If it's true, you know, they say that there are rumors that if ev- any housewife starts a business while she's on the show, that NBC gets a cut of it.
0: Oh yeah. So
1: that would make sense if they let her go to be a friend of and don't can her altogether. They have a financial stake in her cabaret, but she also has the show to spruik her cabaret.
0: Is, I, um, she's she's a great friend of
1: yeah she's a great I friend think she
0: of. shines as a friend of
1: then there were rumors that Tinsley and Bethany are coming back but Bethany jumped on social and shot that shot that down so I don't know how true all of it is or any of it is or what mm. but these are the rumors Ramona and Ebony only really know Sonia
0: do you know what like what is <sighs> Sonia's been a drag this season she'd
1: be a good friend of yeah but then yeah. how many friends of do we need.
0: No, there's that. There's that. Because, I mean, Bashan's apparently a friend of, and it feels like she's been dead for the past couple of episodes. I know. Her, I know. Not hide, not hear of her or I whatever you I know.
1: Is. I agree. Yeah. But I think that was probably mm. because of COVID and numbers and stuff, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There's only so
0: long you can keep blaming COVID because Beverly Hills <laughs> is having a fantastic COVID season. That is and true. Like,
1: that is true. The thing is, Sonia
0: Sonya gets COVID and we get, like, we skip four weeks of their lives. Yeah. Whereas Kyle and What's the Face got COVID and we were doing FaceTime. We were standing on Balcony. We were still in it because it was still interesting. But in New York, they're like, ah, oh, we can skip four weeks. Six a shit.
1: Yeah, they did Halt filming, yeah. The show starts off and we're at Leah's house and her family come over for dinner. <sighs> the best thing about this scene is that her dog's in this cute pink tutu. Now, look, I'm not one for dressing my animals, but I do – Sometimes enjoy it from afar in other people's dogs.
0: Yeah. Um I said, cute dog, hot brother, annoying parents, kid has a dumb name, Mum has a dumb name, no <laughs> one wants to read your book, I'm done.
1: All right, Lee's coming out with a book. The anti self help book. We'll see, we'll see.
0: <sighs> Not Look, interested.
1: I the last thing I wrote in this scene is I'm bored already. So we'll just I was bored. We'll move on. The next scene. The cameras are at at Ramona's while she's studying for a real estate license. But the whole point of this scene is that Sonia calls to tell her she's got COVID and Ramona turns around and says, oh, I didn't feel good the other day too. I went to bed at 10 p.m. But that's cool because my COVID test came back negative. I mean, I I thought
0: you went to bed at 9 p.m. now. Exactly. Exactly. But did you notice she was using her iPad upside down? What? She had her iPad upside down for the whole thing. Fuck off. I
1: missed it. Yeah. Oh. i got to stop fucking typing too much. I have to stop (laughs) with my excessive note taking. It was the biggest laugh I got this episode. Oh, I missed it. I could have done with a laugh. Then we fast forward four weeks later. The first cab off the rank is Ebony going on about her dad. I don't care. I don't care. We're moving on. So Sonia's in the townhouse, she's with the assistants. Apparently she fat shames herself in front of her assistant and all I kept thinking was, does she seem loopy to you? And Loopy is all fuck. I know. I thought it was just me. I thought I was I thought I might have been like fishing for something, but no, apparently across the board everyone thought she was loopy, including Luann, who thought she was drunk because they were talking and then Luann goes to hang up and Sonia doesn't hang up the phone, and she's like, oh, my God, I speak so much shit about Luann, and I love her so much, and Luann screams, I can hear
0: you. It felt fake. Did it? Yeah, because, like, if, it would have been good if she actually did about it, but all she did was to be like, oh, I, I always talk so much trash, but I love her. And I'm like, would you really say that?
1: I don't know. Yeah, it felt that, really yeah. yeah, maybe. Even if it was real,
0: it felt fake.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just I was sitting there going, "Oh, lucky you didn't say anything bad." But I suppose she did say something bad. She said, "I bitch about you all the time."
0: Well, it, no matter what she said, the fact that it was behind Luanne's back, Luanne was always going to be annoyed.
1: Yeah, but that's true. That's just, true. And I, I mean, I didn't get anything. There's some packing scenes, and then they're they're on a bus. They're going to the Hamptons. They're all going back to Ramona's. So, Can I just say, like, yeah, it's just so. <sighs>
0: The audacity of them to be recycling a cast trip in the same season. Like we've already done the Hamptons, and now we're doing the Hamptons in winter.
1: Well, what do you want to go back like, to fucking Salem? Oh, no, they but, just got out of COVID. As in, they just got out of Sonia having COVID. There's no way in hell they can go anywhere else. They have the only choice they have is to go back to Ramona's house, and they don't it leave just the felt house. Like they're, they're out just, of ideas. Well, there's nothing else they can do with the COVID. I mean, I suppose they could have rented a house somewhere else, but they wouldn't be able to go anywhere or interact with other. Would you seriously, yeah, yeah, come to my Airbnb or come to my freaking hotel? P.S. A couple of our castmates have had the COVID.
0: Yeah, but like it's been four weeks. Since yeah, okay. She's diagnosed, right? Yeah. So that's okay. the two week period. I suppose she's I got know. the
1: antibodies now, her and Ramona. <laughs>
0: but I just feel like this. This whole thing just felt like recycling, like oh we're gonna be talking about Harry Dubin from like six years ago. Like we're just recycling everything. I know,
1: it's true. That did really piss me off. That and I don't get why Sonia packed like four thousand suitcases. Yeah, I don't get it. Was she like staying at Ramona's in the Hamptons because someone was renting a house out for the weekend? Oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, she blamed. Oh, the but we did—we did find out. Yeah.
0: Sorry, we, I was just gonna say we did find out that Bacon Brad didn't even send her flowers or soup while she had COVID. <laughs> Brad. Bacon Brad oh was God. a real dud.
1: Bacon Brad can go scratch. He was horrible. Mm-hmm. I think she was checking in with Bacon Brad and he was probably going, why are you calling me? It was a shit date. We're not seeing each other. <laughs> and maybe Bacon Brad was being polite on the phone because he had no one else to talk to during his like his business closing and his back surgery or whatever. So he's picking up the phone he's got no one else to fucking talk to, but he doesn't really want to talk to her because it was a dud date.
0: Yeah, did she think it went better than we thought it did because – she apparently kept calling
1: him. I think she was like, "Fuck at his reach. Let's do this." <laughs> maybe she's thinking, after all those back surgeries and how like boring he was, maybe he might, you know, pop off and she can have his gajillion dollars.
0: She'd say, well, that's she a would, good strategy. As anything. She would
1: definitely outlive Bacon Brad.
0: Oh yeah, with she all that would bacon, just of force course.
1: feed him bacon exactly. Your
0: cholesterol would explode.
1: I know. <laughs> Anyway, oh, is that fake news? That's she's, fake news? Yeah, yeah, that's right. She's on the bus. She's chowing down on some chia pudding. Leah doesn't want to be in the same room as last time, and they all agree that Bashan can go to the lower level. I mean, <laughs> that's funny. I know that was funny. I love them when they bring up the lower level; it makes me laugh. It's the new fish room.
0: <laughs> oh, I oh missed the God, fish Nathan, room.
1: You just cracked me up. Oh, my God. Why does that make me so happy?
0: The Berkshires, The babe. lower like level that, is that was the golden. Year-ish.
1: It's true. They were the golden years.
0: <gasps> we didn't know what we had when we had it. Oh,
1: no. I know. R.I.P. Berkshires. And like when,
0: when Lou was talking to Sonia, being like, oh, we need Frenchmen. We need to go to Europe. I was like, yes, please. I just <laughs> want them to go to Europe and have fun.
1: I know. And like Luann's yeah. definitely having some – I think she's gone a bit stir crazy with the COVID of it all because what is that fucking Ben and Jerry's jumper she walks, oh, walks in in?
0: My God. What the fuck it was, was horrendous. That? I had a theory that Ramona only pulled out those like cult leader pajamas so she could get changed <laughs> out of that sweater. I'm Ramona just, was like, I can't have her walking around in that she, Ben and Jerry's jumper. Was
1: that a gift from Giselle? Like, it was awful.
0: Oh, even Giselle would never.
1: Yeah, she would. Remember that fucking roses jumper? Disgust. <laughs> <laughs> so grotty. Oh, dreadful. I know. I did notice that the table setting, albeit on the coffee table because they were going to have a chilled Galantine's evening, did you see Ramona's coffee table setting? Gorgeous. No. It was beautiful. It was so, it was expensive. Well, it looked expensive. I was actually
0: looking at Ramona's house and thinking, this is nice.
1: It is nice. It's lovely. Like, the room
0: Sonia was in, I was like, this is beautiful.
1: It's lovely. Yeah, she's she's not bad in the decor. I mean, yeah, she paid someone else for it, but she approved all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I liked, I liked, but I just thought Archie should probably take note on her table place, her table setting. It was, oh God, it was really yeah. lovely. It was nice. Um, and that's when Luann tells Ramona that Sonia was wasted on the phone, and I'm like, I fucking knew it. Something was, something was definitely up with her. Oh. Oh, nothing else
0: happened. Oh. Honestly, they pinned the tail on Harry, and that's
1: it. That is pretty much <laughs> what happened. I mean, we we get we get Sonia. Ble- I even get another one. Sonia blew up the toilet. I'm like everything with this woman's about poo. Everything. Yes.
0: And yeah. it's, the shock factor has gone because we're so used to I know to it.
1: it's it's not as funny anymore. Luann brings up the phone call, Sonya apologizes. She says she's coming off her antidepressants. There's always an excuse, which I kind of love to know what she's going to come up with this time. But now she's getting off the antidepressants and that's why she's been a bitch. So is that why? She, is that her excuse as to why she was being loopy as well? But if you're coming off your antidepressants, I don't think you should be drinking. No. I don't know. If you're on antidepressants, you really shouldn't be drinking excessively because you do get fucking loopy and and you do get loud and obnoxious. So maybe instead of saying it's the fucking water pills, maybe say I'm on antidepressants and it's a fucking three-drink maximum.
0: Do you know what? Maybe, maybe a year off would be great. If we could put a pause on her like we did Dorinda. Yeah. Maybe that's beneficial.
1: I, yeah, maybe. Because remember like
0: how at the start of COVID when she was stranded in that little like rehab yes. slash wellness center, she was looking great. She, she was. She was sounding great. She was. And now as soon as filming began – She's just been on a downward trajectory, and I'm just like maybe for her health and for like our benefit as well. For her, we her mental health, she,
1: I don't think she should be on the show. But she's drunk. Sonia's fucking hilarious. I mean, she
0: pissed yeah. in the
1: driveway. I mean, you're she over it. Driveway, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah.
0: I did enjoy the Wells Fargo yeah. banking. I think fight.
1: maybe because that those these episodes are just really either flat or very subpar emotionally, and do you know what I mean? Like, they're very heavy mm-hmm. and kind of horrible. I don't think there's any much of anything that can perk you back up, including Sonya peeing in a driveway. I, I just think the
0: thing is with Rony this season is they're not having fun, so we're not having fun. And that like, is a
1: very good point.
0: Remember like I, I saw a clip from like a few seasons ago where Sonia and Ramona are just they have the giggles and yeah. Luann and Tinsley just like can't get a word in because they're just shrieking, and they're giggling pissed and I just off was, at
1: them. That was so good. And I was
0: laughing because they were laughing yeah. and I was just like, Oh, you guys are having fun, so I'm having fun, but this season has not been fun.
1: No, everyone's in a shit place and it's dark. The only person yeah. not in a shit place is Luanne, but she's not high and mighty, so it's not funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and because we need that, like, straight man. Yeah. And, like, I think Leah's not a good straight man because she goes too far antagonistic. Yeah. Like, she's – Yeah. Because she thinks like a normal person, she wants to call out Ramona for the blood, whatever, it is, antibodies. But it's like, you know <laughs> what, to be a good straight man, you sort of need to just, like, do what Bethany does and, like, acknowledge the crazy and let yeah. it go. Yeah,
1: tell her she's a fucking psychopath and walk and say, I love you and walk off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's just, just – it's not gelling as a whole.
1: No not at all and i i don't get why the fucking harry hamlin harry hamlin why the <laughs> harry i harry wish Dubin, it was harry hamlin i know why the fucking harry Dubin poster was there i don't get it i do <sighs> I not get it, get I, it. who's dumb idea was that the attempt yeah it again was it was yeah it was just like Luanne with the fucking um snow, snowball fight it was, it was. A, she's trying. I know, she's trying. Good she effort. Before the like. writing on the wall. Yeah, well, the Harry Dubin on the wall. I'm like, uh-huh. at least fucking throw darts at it or something. Oh, my God. I know. It was stringing up
0: from this, like, masking tape, and I was like, is that going to ruin Ramona's walls? What are we doing here?
1: I mean, I'm look, I'm
0: pretty done with Roni. Are you done with Roni? That's the
1: episode. I mean, the next episode, Ramona flashes her tits with crystal pasties on them. And well, it's the
0: season finale next episode. It's the
1: season finale. Sorry, I shouldn't just say the next episode. Season finale. Do you reckon they cut a bunch of eps out going, fuck it, let's just move on?
0: Maybe. But you know what? This episode actually looks like it's going to be the best one of the season.
1: With a Mykonos-themed party and they do a rony character swap. They dress up as each other. I can't wait.
0: It, it does actually look good. It reminded me of like on Drag Race where they do the puppets of each other.
1: Yes, totally. I wonder if it'll someone will get offended by the end of it.
0: You'd hope not, because if they're all doing the same thing, like you'd hope not. But then to, a
1: fight'd be good, like a row. <laughs> fight'd oh, yeah. be good. We'll see. It,
0: it looks pretty funny. Yeah,
1: it would be nice, as you just said. It would be nice to actually see them having fun.
0: It'd be a first to this season. It honestly. would be. I mean, we've had grandmothers dying. We've had people getting COVID. Yeah. We've had like race relations not being expressed. I know. Through to Ramona's brain, it's like he- it's just been it's a slog. Been
1: heavy. And then we've got Potomac. Oh, my God. What a great episode. Oh, fuck. I wrote a lot of notes for this one. Isosimaria. Anyway, the episode there is Gossip Girl, it's day two. Day two of Williamsburg. Mm. Day two and the cottage ladies, that's what I'm calling them, they can't get the motherfucking golf cart to start. And Karen (laughs) is running down the street. And I'm like, this is a great way to start. I'm enjoying this already. What do you think? What did you think of this episode? I I loved it. I I loved it. But I didn't. I don't get the loving it. I'm like, it was a good episode. Oh
0: really? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh, You know what? Mm.
0: For me, it was it was, um, Zen Wen just not being Zen at all, which yes. really, really made me enjoy it. Yeah,
1: me too. Her
0: snapping back and clapping back and getting so angry, I was really enjoying it. Like Even if I wasn't agreeing with what she was saying, I was just loving that she was saying it.
1: Me too. That is true. And I am also enjoying in this episode the fact that someone other than Karen is giving it to Giselle for her bullshit mm. because mm-hmm. – Giselle wanting to talk about other people's business and wanting other people to talk about their own business, and yet she will never talk about her fucking business. I know, <laughs> like the hypocrisy is real. It was good that I'm enjoying because the next time Karen has something to say to Giselle, you know she's bringing this shit up, and I'm going to be living for it. Okay,
0: and I I loved um even when at the end when Candice. She was being a hypocrite as well Ugh. when she said to Ashley, she's like, I never bring go- gossip blog information Get to you. Sucked. And I was like, what about last, last year at the Lake House when you got the text about Michael and the stripper? I know. We <laughs> all know that text was from thing. a
1: fucking producer. Exactly. Come
0: I know. On. I was like, Candace, Candice, how, how, do you have such a short-term memory?
1: Wendy comes in in a thought bikini and a duster saying, this is how we give it in the cottage. I like that and Giselle definitely noticed. I mean, it was for her benefit because Mm -hmm. this was after Karen told Wendy not to cover up just because of fucking Giselle. So I don't know about the thought bikini, but that's cool. That's fine. I think she looked fine. I mean, did I think it was OTT? Yes, again, I'm not liking her fashion. It was a fucking butt-ugly bikini. Her body looked fantastic in it
0: yeah i know and like i i feel bad now that like i keep hating on wendy for her body because she's like no one just defi- defines my sexiness but me and i'm like yeah yeah power to you but i'm bored by it i'm so yeah, i'm just gonna not comment
1: i'm not offended by her body i'm offended by her choice of fashion
0: which is fair enough
1: which is her, like i'm sorry that the swimmers whatever it was it was fucking ugly it yeah. looked cheap and it wasn't flattering I mean, her body is on fire. So she's not going to look, her body's not going to look terrible in anything, but it was a fucking ugly ass piece of cheap ass swimwear. FYI, mm. in my opinion. Mm. That's my fucking opinion. That's all. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Downstairs, Karen is, st- oh, that's right. Giselle and Robin have a business meeting upstairs. And oh. the business meeting was for basically Giselle to pile on Robin again about her mental health struggles.
0: Yeah, her, that's not the way you approach it, Vel. No,
1: nah, I was just like, what the fuck? She's like, you can't have your fine husband telling you you're unattractive. Doesn't that motivate you? It's like depression has got nothing to do with motivation or rather Mm -hmm. getting out of depression has nothing to do with whether one is motivated or not. Giselle's just got no clue what Robin's going through and she's trying to give her advice and give her tough love as she calls it. And I just think that whole thing is fucking gross. It was gross. Yeah. I wasn't. And it's like,
0: why do you think you should be trying the tactic that one's trying? Like it just seems like you're ganging up on her about the same thing. Be supportive of your friend.
1: I think Robin was being really kind to her, but I thought, Giselle was it was gross and I think Giselle just has no fucking clue and didn't hear at all the conversation from what was her name? Tescala. From from Tescala. Tesla, Tesla, Tesla. (laughs) Tescala. She didn't hear at all. I mean, when Robin says I need to see someone, does that not let you know that there's something serious going on? I just thought the whole thing was gross. Exactly. Gross, gross. Exactly.
0: And apparently people want Robin's hat.
1: Yeah, Macy's, TJ Maxx, and QVC. And, and Giselle like if, if is If they're pissed. not going to
0: motivate her, I don't think Giselle can.
1: No, exactly. And and once again, it's got nothing to do with whether one is motivated or not.
0: Exactly, but, yeah.
1: And then Giselle says she's swimming for exercise these days and wants to show the ladies what to do. I'm like, this is because there's nothing to do where you are, so you're just going to do a thing in the pool. Can't you just hang in the, in the pool? In the
0: five-meter-long pool. I know. <laughs> you're not <laughs> swimming for exercise in that little kitty pool. It's
1: true. In the plunge pool. <laughs> and Karen's like, I'm not getting in because I don't want to test the lace on my weave. But really, she just doesn't want to get in because she doesn't want to be anywhere near Giselle and a body of water. Pretty much. And those fucking um, swim caps.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: They were Huge.
0: They were big. I mean, what? a lot of them they have big hair. They
1: like bad Smurfs. Like, it, it was horrible. I mean, yes, a lot of them have a lot of hair, so they got to get that hair underneath the swim cap. I appreciated that. But they were like, you know, 4XL head condoms. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: were, they were very big.
1: They were not. Did you see Candice's? She had a lot of room in that. You could have fit someone else's <laughs> head in that.
0: They were not Ah, attractive,
1: though. I just feel like I'm not getting (laughs) in the fucking pool with my weave and that 4XL head condom that looked like sad smurf. (laughs) No, thank you. funny. There's one thing about, like, being yourself on the camera, and there's another thing where you're just like, no, thank you. I mean, it was funny, though.
0: Is that about when Ashley arrives?
1: Oh, yes. This is when Ashley arrives, and we get this shot of the technician's Doing what they got to do to get her her encapsulated placenta. I'm all for the encapsulating <gasps> of the placenta. I don't need to see it.
0: I almost vomited. I it don't, was disgusting. Do you watch those
1: medical shows where, nope. where they show like the inside of a person? No, no, ma'am. No, thank <sighs> you.
0: I just didn't have to see the process. You're right. Like, just, is that it, what a placenta looks like? I don't okay. need to
1: see that. Anything nice that is inside the human body. I don't need to see what it looks like outside of the human body. This is why we're encapsulated in skin so we don't need to be grossed out (laughs) while we're trying to eat our faux chicken nuggets. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: That's the benefit of skin. You're right.
1: Exactly. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. What show is that from? I have no idea.
0: The comeback. Is it? Lisa
1: Kudrow. Oh, yeah. I don't need to see that. Oh, I love that line. I do it all the time. So good. Um, Karen tells Ashley that she's been the target of Giselle's aggression and she has survived it and she's in a Wonder Woman outfit. <laughs> she's
0: so funny. And,
1: like, everything that comes out of Karen is hilarious. And so that, yeah, there's no truce there and until, there'll be no truth, truth, there'll be no truce until Giselle apologizes to Karen's kids for what she said about Ray. And I'm like, Jesus, is this where we're up to now? She doesn't need to apologize to Karen anymore. She needs to apologize to the kids.
0: Someone call Peter because she's beating a dead horse.
1: A hundred percent. But basically what she is right about is that Giselle shit on Candace and then she shit on Wendy. That's, that's pretty much true, but Ashley's not buying it. And then Wendy gets her Baywatch moment. Um, Giselle gives Ashley a house tour and they sit down and Giselle talks tells Ashley about what went down with her and Karen and that Karen said that Giselle attacked everybody's life, blah, blah, blah. They basically, they bitch about Wendy. They talk about the fact that her physical changes, they think that there's an underlying issue. And Giselle says that maybe the Eddie rumors are driving Wendy to show that she's in a hot, sexy space with her husband. And I'm just like, out of all the people on this show to be talking about rumours about the husband. I know. Like, really? I'm just like, (laughs) these women just want this to be on the show. This is the only reason uh, they're talking about it because they don't even believe it's true.
0: And it's really reminding me as you're talking about how Giselle did the same thing with with the Monique paternity rumours last Uh season. She kept bringing it up in lots of different little scenes and then all of a sudden, oh, it's on camera so we have to talk about it.
1: Exactly. And... The fact that when that Tescala asks her about Jamal and she's like, I don't want to talk about it, it's like, really? Yeah. Is maybe Karen right? Maybe you don't want to talk about it because it was a faux relationship. Maybe you were giving him some of your paycheck. (coughs) Uh, I
0: I really, I I still don't know what was going on with with that attempt last season. uh, I still don't
1: know. She just wanted wanted a storyline. But again, I think it's kind of, bullshit that it, out of all the people who want to talk about husband cheating rumours, it's these two. And I don't think that it, there's anything- Ashley Darby
0: in particular.
1: I know. And maybe that's why she wants to talk about it, so that no one talks about Michael. But, Mike, it doesn't work that way, sweets.
0: Yeah, because we love talking about Michael. We're I all going to talk about Michael it's always. It's
1: true. So, basically, they're at lunch. Robin's pretending to work. Ashley brings up the situation at dinner and- Giselle asks Wendy if they're good and Wendy's like brings up the last year you had substance comment that she felt body shamed by Giselle and Giselle replied that that's her shit. I think that is so fucking rude.
0: She's messy.
1: She's so messy. I did like how Giselle um, in her confessional referred to the mummy dearest relationship with Karen and Candace And she's likening it to how Karen is with Wendy now. I'm, I'm like, anytime there's a mummy dearest reference, I'm up for it. Whether it's true or it's fake, I don't care. I love it. Wendy's pissed. She's not taking a fucking apology. Robin arrives. They fill her in, and it's fucking on, basically. It just gets totally Mm -hmm. heated. Robin calls it a difficult truth and tells Wendy she always cuts people off at the same point Wendy cuts her off. I mean, that was kind of funny. Can't
0: write that stuff. I know.
1: You really can't. Mia brings up Wendy's high-cut bodysuit i.e. she's trying to agree, and Wendy's like the outfit was from Zara. I'm like, how is that a point? What's the point? Uh, And then Mia, I do love the fact that – I don't know if she said it to them or in Confessional. I think she said it in Confessional. No, no, she said it to them, Victoria's Secret puts outfits together too, but we're not wearing them on a bus. That was so funny. I liked that. And then Wendy basically claps back at Mia and calls her a stripper. Now, Wendy says, I wasn't a stripper. I was an entertainer at a five star restaurant where they serve steak and lobster. Not that that sounds any better, but production then gives us a shot when they're at the baby shower and Mia says, I was a stripper. She says the words, I was a stripper. Mia just shouldn't be lying about this. If you don't know what your lies are about whether you're a stripper or not, come on.
0: The ship sailed, Mia. I know. Yeah,
1: you're a a stripper. (laughs) You were not the first housewife to be a stripper. No one cares. Nini Leaks was a stripper, and we've all fucking loved her on the show when she was. Yeah, because um, she
0: was not ashamed of it.
1: No, she—that's how she put food on the table for her kids. There's no shame in that. No shame. Yeah. I don't even care if you got kids or not. There's no shame in it. So what?
0: Oh, there's no shame in any not sex work. Not at all.
1: I don't think. Not at all. Like
0: it's 2021, guys. Like I know, calm down.
1: I did love the fact that in confessional, Mia says, "We're on a girls' trip. We don't need to see your assets. We're not paying you." I thought that was funny. I wish she had actually said that at the table. When Wendy called her a stripper, she should have. That's when she should have turned around and said, "Well, honey, I'm not paying you. You can put your tatas away."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who someone's who starts crying? Was it Mia or was it Wendy? Start? Oh no, Wendy starts crying and tells them they're being hella judgmental. I'm like, what are you crying for?
0: She was just unleashed yeah. in that moment. And, yeah. and there was no putting the cork back in with then when.
1: That's when Giselle and Ashley walk off to the side pretending to go to the loo. And they decide that it would be better for Ashley to bring up the rumors because of the Michael Darby rumors. I'm like, hashtag facts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that way it's better coming from Ashley. I'm like, what's the difference? I I don't understand. Anyway, they go to the house. It's time for whiskey tasting. Robin skulls four shots. That's gross. And then she grabs a cocktail and she starts calling the whiskey taster dude Mr. Coppercocks because the name of his business is Copper Fox. Yeah,
0: Robin was going through something, wasn't she? Like I know she's in a depressed state, but you you dress like Grizabella and I'm going to (laughs) need you to just perk up.
1: Well, she did try to perk up when she had all those shots. She was dancing around and twerking and stuff.
0: That's true. But, yeah, maybe take that Grizabella coat off.
1: I know, maybe. Ashley confronts Wendy when she's on her way out. I'm going to say confront because she doesn't want to talk to her gently. She wants to confront her. They want to have it on the show, and Wendy's fucking pissed. And mm. she does agree that it's laughable that Ashley's the one bringing this up. I agree. And she calls yeah, it mean spirited. Yeah, exactly. She says it's mean spirited, and she calls Giselle a spawn of the devil. That's a bit of a stretch, but whatevs. She says, "Look, I read bad shit about you all the time, and I don't bring it up. Look, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's obvious. It's easy to read bad shit about Ashley and Giselle because their mans is messy." So, yeah, it's not hard. And the other ladies were having fun inside. Robin was lit. They were kind of dancing and carrying on. But of course, Wendy comes inside. What does she say? She goes to Giselle, I'm putting your ass on notice because we're not gonna. She gets in ahead a bit. She's like, we're not gonna. Let's be very clear. You're not gonna play with my husband's name. Don't fuck with my family. And Giselle apparently. I, loved it. I know, I loved it too. Giselle apparently doesn't give a shit. She's like, I don't even believe it. Like, why are you worked up, pretty much? That's when Wendy says, Giselle, F these motherfucking cameras. I'm telling you very clearly when you talk about my husband, you talk about me. And then Robin's like, what was said about Eddie? How does Robin not know? How did Giselle not tell Robin? Do you think that's bullshit?
0: Well, yeah, and maybe is Robin wanting them to bring it up in that conversation?
1: Yeah, no, that's true. She does want him to bring it up to clarify for camera maybe. Maybe this was the plan all along. That is that what you mean?
0: Yeah, that's, it could be.
1: Wendy says, ask your friend, don't worry, the messengers will tell you. And then Robin arcs up and she's like, basically, if you're going to bring something up in front of us, tell me what we're fucking talking about. I kind of like it when Robin arcs up. When she gets pissed I off. I loved it. Yeah, when she gets pissed off, she's really good at arguing, I've noticed. So I really like that. And then Wendy tells Robin to go eat a cracker because <laughs> she's, oh she's drunk. That was funny. She accuses her of wanting a moment so bad, and Robin tells her to shut the fuck up. You know I love a shut the fuck up moment.
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: Shut the fuck up. Wendy, go fuck yourself. And Robin hand gestures like this. Wendy says to Robin, just like that with your whiskey breath. I know. That was a good one. They're at a
0: whiskey tasting. Of course she's got whiskey breath.
1: I know, but she means because she's pissed. She means because you're drunk, right? But who motions like that? Do you want me to go fuck myself? Like Robin was was so funny. Robin was so drunk, and then Wendy says, "You don't even have a relationship to even care about," and she's like gesturing her arms left and right, as in everyone on that couch, i.e., Robin, Giselle, and Ashley, and then. Wrong. She's kind of right. Wrong. Then Robin makes fun of Wendy saying, I'm so mad, like about the blogs. Blogs, blogs. And she does fake sobbing sounds. Ashley apologizes Amazing. and thought she was doing the right thing. And Giselle says, we just wanted to check in on you. And Wendy's clearly doesn't buy it. She's She says, she doesn't, oh, about Giselle, she doesn't understand the parameters regarding people's husbands because she doesn't have a relationship that holds water. And I see you for everything that everybody ever said you were and the life you're living now is God's payback for all the bullshit you've done in your life. So live in your motherfucking truth because...
0: It wasn't a very concise um, um, straightforward comment.
1: You know, God is paying your ass back or something. For Wendy says, I will drag your ass up and down the street over my husband. Don't play with me. And she storms out. And then she calls Giselle, Giselle Lacks Bryant. That's her middle name. I mean, you know Wendy's shit with the shade. What can I say? But then she comes back yeah. and says, I knew Jamal before I came on this show. We're not talking about blogs anymore. And then she goes in. She's lost it. She's like, imagine being with a guy that sleeps around it. Everyone knows it. Um, and then she basically tells Giselle she has low self esteem for bringing Jamal around her daughters. I got facts. Tread lightly. What the fuck?
0: She fucking lost it, didn't she? she?
1: Did. I mean, she's obviously baiting Giselle. Does she like want a Monique 2.0 situation?
0: I don't know what's going on with Wendy. Yeah, there's definitely something going on with there's
1: definitely something going on with Wendy. The ladies are right. They've pushed a button and she's trying to push a button back,
0: no? Yeah, and the thing with the Jamal thing, like Wendy thinks it's an amazing argument in her head, but it's like, well, Giselle wrote a whole book about this that won an award. Like yeah. she knows that Jamal was cheating. On I know, her. I know. Like, she's,
1: she's, she's definitely She's not taking the bait. She's not taking the bait at all.
0: And that's what it is, it's bait.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then Ashley's like okay I've got to go and then Candace follows her into the kitchen and oh, yeah. and starts in on her like it's not fucking Ashley well it is I guess kind of Ashley's fault I just don't no, know Candace. I think I think Candace
0: <laughs> was being hypocritical
1: that's the thing Candace was you're right Candace was being hypocrit- hypocritical and, and
0: I think Candace would just to have any opportunity to be anti-ashley
1: exactly I do I did think it was funny when Candace is like take your milk and go that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. It was a a great app. And then what I don't (laughs) get. Yeah, yeah, it was still going. Wendy refers to her husband as being an Idris Elba lookalike. And then she goes on that Giselle said she'd like to bleep him up. I'm not even going to say the word. Bleep him up and down. And we get a flashy of Giselle on the bus saying that she would basically like to do certain sexual things with Idris Elba. What has that got to do with Eddie?
0: That's a great question. I I was like, wait, is she talking about Eddie or is she talking about Idris? If she's talking about Idris, then get over it. don't get
1: it. it. Yeah, I don't get it. Did (laughs) she like in two different conversations say that Eddie looks like Idris Elba and then she's talking about Idris Elba so Wendy's adding one and one and getting
0: five? Wendy was unraveled. She
1: was. It was great. (laughs) It was a lot. It was a it lot. It was a lot. And I think it's going to continue. I don't think oh, yeah. I don't think this is the end of it. Because next time we see Giselle says she's happy to talk to Wendy when Wendy's ready, but I don't think Wendy's ready to talk to her. Um Wendy
0: needs to calm down. Take a
1: Xanax. It's true. <laughs> Karen is finally sworn in as an ambassador of Surrey County. I'm glad this is happening so that we can just move on because I think it's going to be boring. Sorry, Karen, but I do. Yeah. Um, Candace says to Robin that she has associational beef with Wendy. I'm like, no one cares about that. But then Robin's going on about. She knows who's going to be invited to her wedding and who's not going to be invited to her wedding. And all I have to say is, love, no one gives a shit because weddings are fucking boring. They're big snooze fests. And you're not
0: going to have one.
1: No, well, there is that. And Candace apparently is asking some of the ladies to be extras for her music clip, and I'm like, I fucking told you that that's what Wendy was dressing for. She apparently wants ah. an invite as far as I'm concerned. I just want to see this fight continue between Wendy and Giselle. That's all I want. Me to too. And I want me too. And and I so want to see Karen. Exactly. I <laughs> Karen's want to see, loving it. I want to see Karen and Robin fight as like the two side chicks.
0: Yeah, and I do want to see Mia get in the mix more. You were right with saying that she had a lot of good moments in Confessional only. Yes. So if she can get in the mix, that'd be great. And I I, no, I don't mind Tescala. She's not that bad.
1: Yeah, she's yeah. Going on me. Yeah, me too. She's 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 not been a wet blanket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm used to Roni being kind of subpar. It didn't an t- annoy me terribly that episode, but it was a lot of note-taking for not much. So I'm kind of glad we're at the yeah. season finale. My question is, I don't think they filmed a reunion yet. Are they not going to film one?
0: There's a lot of hullabaloo out on the socials about this. It's, it's ah. very unclear.
1: Do you think they might not film a reunion? They'll just miss it all together because, because there's think, a lot of racially so. motivated upsets for obvious reasons. Okay, let's just say, because Ramona's a racist and they want to bring her back next season, are they avoiding a reunion? That's what I want to know.
0: Well, I mean, they, they have editing power. So yeah. it's like, it, Ramona can say whatever she wants and they can cut it out if they want to portray yeah. her in a certain way. That's true. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They have to do a reunion, but I don't know what the holdup is.
1: Yeah. I don't know. They haven't done one yet. Aren't you supposed to get a reunion episode like two weeks after the last episode? Well, like you have you'd a think week we'd off be getting and... a
0: trailer for it next week.
1: Yeah. And if they haven't even filmed it. Yeah. strange man. I mean, it's. strange. Maybe they'll do just, a Zoom to... one.
0: Maybe. There's only five of them. So, like, they don't have to schedule in lots of people. It's true. Yeah. It's... None of them have partners. Like, who cares? Just. Whack five people in a room. Like, come on, guys. I know.
1: Curiouser and curiouser, that's for sure. I mean, look, I wouldn't be roo- shocked if – Yeah, sorry.
0: sorry. I was just going to say, I wouldn't be shocked if it was a one-episode reunion. Oh, like no. A one-parter. Yeah,
1: no, I, I agree. You wouldn't want to be dragging that shit out. Not with five women. Have we,
0: have we had a one-parter reunion that's not been, like, below deck or Summer House or anything in a while? Not for a while. Yeah, interesting. I
1: mean, we've had, like, Beverly Hills be two episodes because there's not much to it. Fuck! Mm. How are they going to fit Beverly Hills into three episodes? I don't know
0: because like the, the ugly leather pants feels like months ago, but we we would need to cover <laughs> that.
1: I really hope the ladies just come out swinging and really stick up for themselves, like Sutton. I do. I don't need polite Sutton to be at that reunion. I need Jessica Fletcher Sutton to be at that reunion.
0: <laughs> yeah, agreed.
1: I think we're done, lovey.
0: I think we're done.
1: All right. All right. Bye. Bye.